0: Well, hello everybody, and welcome to the uh, U- Universe's Academy Podcast. This is the uh, Symbols of Peace series, where each week we take a different symbol in the My Hero Academia card game, we talk about it, give you a little breakdown, talk about the characters, the themes, some strengths and weaknesses. We talk about the attacks and foundations. Uh, this week is our Evil Week. Um, I, I have a prediction; it might be our shortest week in the podcast series, and at least in this first set. Uh, but we'll get to that in a little bit. But first, as we always do, we kick off everything off with some. Uh, Current events, talk about, you know, if there was a job or anything this week. Uh, first thing we're going to get started is though, we're going to talk about the Omaha Smash, the final results. In last week's episode, the top eight had already been set up and we kind of gave you the top 16. Uh, but obviously, it has concluded and we know that Kirishima won. Um, and I think Matt has some more stuff about the, uh, the top eight breakdown for us.
1: Yeah. So, um, just in order um, from first to eighth, you had Kirishima, 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 Kirishima. That's one through four. And all of those uh, were off the good symbol. Um, And then you had Nomu, um, which was an uh, Earth deck. And then you had another Kirishima, which was Void. And then you had uh, Kamui Woods off of uh, Air. And then you had a Kamui Woods off of Earth. Um, So clearly, the most played symbol was good. Um, The most represented hand size was five, because Kirishima and Nomu are both five-handers. Um, So, you know, it seems like, I don't know, I wouldn't say that that event is probably the most accurate reflection of what's exclusively viable, but maybe a reflection of what's, like, the starting point, you know? Um, Because I I don't think that only five-handers are viable, and this would tell you that it's either five or seven. No sixes were showing up, which is kind of interesting, because there's way more six-hand-sized characters in the set than there are anything else, so.
2: Do you want to shout out all the people who uh, were piloting those decks, too?
1: Um, Yeah, so... Uh, your top eight breakdown was uh, Tony Two won the event, uh, playing Kirishima off a of good. Uh, Shane Duckworth uh, was also playing Kirishima off of good and got second. Then you had uh, Jeffrey Kahn um, playing Kirishima off of good as well at third. Then Chris Nixon at third, playing good Kirishima, or fourth, um, playing good Kirishima. Uh, then you had uh, Jager Masur uh, at fifth, playing Nomu off of Earth. Then you had Kevin Broberg playing Kirishima at sixth, and that was the void build of Kirishima, only one of those that was in the tournament, or at least the top eight, I should say, probably others in the tournament. Um, and then you had uh, Tim from Jesco uh, playing Kamui Woods, uh, who got air, and he got seventh. And then uh, you had Jeremy uh, Pobli um, at eighth, playing Kamui Woods, playing earth, um, and I think that deck was siding into Kirishima occasionally. So, uh, But front of Kamui Woods and still got eighth. So, yeah.
2: All right. Yeah. Well, congratulations to all those people. That's good. Top yeah. eight, the first tournament with some money in it. Good job. Yeah, it, it's
0: some money. I mean, it's $1,000. <laughs> Pretty nice. It, oh. it was actually
1: closer to, like, I think $1,700 when I oh, was in okay. the Miles well, a... mentioned it during the stream, I think it was like sixteen hundred or something like that. Oh
2: nice. So it was first place a thousand. Is that what they were doing?
1: No, so they split it. Um it was based off percentages. Um so like okay. first got I think like forty or something like that, and then it scaled down. Um I believe uh, Shane and uh, uh, Tony ended up just splitting first like the first and second amount evenly amongst Makes each sense.
2: other. Very I mean, cool.
1: They they had the same deck, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they play test with each other. Um so I guess for Omaha, the money stayed in Omaha, so that probably yeah. feels good, right?
0: Also, shout out to them for being able to play a best of two against each other with that deck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty pretty slow and grindy build. Yeah. Um, we we
2: did have a very brief office this week. Uh, Ryan, you want to give us the breakdown of what was said in that? So, I think really the only big My Hero news from that was that the DLC has unfortunately been delayed a little bit. Um optimistically it'll be out by the end of the year. But mm-hmm. uh the pessimistic view from Jason was that it would be like January ish. Yeah. So not not a huge delay. It's just stuck in the port off the coast. They're just waiting for it to come through so that they can get it to Asmodi, and Asmodee can ship it out to people. But it looks like it's it's there. Just it's gotta get into the country so it can be shipped out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so on the plus side it's not like they're waiting on development reasons, right? Like it's literally so that that explains how some people got it already because if it got, came in an original boat with the other stuff to Jasco, they were able, they accidentally or were able to send theirs out. So, hmm. um, yeah. so don't freak out, people. It's going to come. Don't worry.
2: Yeah. And I guess the other thing from the job office was the new comprehensive rules should be out soon. Uh, we were hoping it would be out on like Friday or Saturday, but it hasn't quite come out yet. So hopefully by the time you're hearing this, it is out and you've been able to read through it. But we shall see. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and, and those are the rules, Ryan. For like. More I guess like detailed kind of like tournament play interactions, correct, like not just like the actual rules book that we already have, it's it a-
2: yeah, 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 so this is like the comprehensive like gameplay rules. this is not the tournament floor rules to like run an event. those are not coming out yet. I think those are going to come out later, but yeah, this is like all the card interaction rules, like the okay. uh, living game rules that exist for for a uh, UFs or UVs It'll be the my hero version of the living game rules okay, very nice.
0: Cool. So this will do you think this will have like some FAQ
2: stuff already in it like on some current like interactions that have already been asked about? Uh that's a good question. I don't know if they'll have FAQs in there, but it will have all of the comprehensive rules and we should be able to figure that stuff out. All
1: yeah, I right. I imagine it may not have like like you're saying like a specific like hey, how does this card interact with this card, but rather it might just clarify, you know, like during the attack or played as an action. Like those are things we've asked about already, right? Yeah. Um, so it might clarify on both of those because those things might work differently in my hero, um, framing wise and, and mm-hmm. you know, how they ap- apply to the game versus how they worked in uh, UVS. So that should be interesting. Hopefully. Yeah. So some that, clarity.
2: yeah, I mean, that definitely includes the new breaker rules that we went over before and the new place on top of nomenclature that they created for this game. So whoever, who knows what else is going to be in there. They've, <laughs> they've alluded to, there's going to be a lot of new rules that are going to work differently than UVS. So, We'll see. I was, I was going to ask about that, because
0: this is technically a different game than <laughs> UFS. Um, even though it'll get kind of confusing later on, because you can use the My Hero cards in UVS at a certain point. The My Hero cards will work differently in My Hero, presumably, right? So, like, uh, like you were talking about, having different interactions that may work separately in My Hero than they would in UVS.
2: Yeah, assuming they don't, you know, roll all the rule changes over into that LGR as well. Yeah, I mean, they could have different interactions for sure. Just depends mm-hmm. on what
1: the rules end up being, you know? Yep. just gonna have to wait and see. So you mentioned Breaker a minute ago. I think I was on the last time when that Breaker change had happened. Mm-hmm. I, remember, I remember I was talking about it. Um, and I said I was kind of on the fence. I didn't know how I was going to feel about it. Um, after playing with it for the past, like, you know, two weeks or so, um, it's probably like, I know my gut told me it was a, a buff to Breaker. It definitely feels like a buff to Breaker. Like it just, it just lets Breaker do more things now. Um, because adding difficulty... Remember, uh, like it used to do, we were talking about how sometimes you kind of work your way around that in gameplay situations. Mm -hmm. You can't work your way around. Your check just gets reduced. Um, Right. Mm -hmm. Like I was playing a game uh, just yesterday, and the guy uh, was playing uh, Tokiami, did some stuff to buff his uh, next check. Uh, Breaker blocked with like a plus two or breaker two, you know, and it basically, he broke even, so he had to just make a hard check instead, um, Mm -hmm. which made him tap things in return like it definitely feels better adding difficulty would have done the same thing there but mm-hmm. that deck also plays actions so like he can kind of cheat his way around it if it just added difficulty so he could just play his action so it was neat um overall i do think it's a buff and it'll be interesting to see how they move forward with breaker um can't wait for that that breaker three card no. <laughs> <laughs> one, day. <laughs> one, day. <laughs> one day one day yeah
0: um,
2: well, I think that's kind of all we have for current
0: events or news type things. Do you guys have anything else?
2: Uh, I mean, you know, we have our local local events. You know, we, as Matt was alluding to, we played yesterday. We got a couple new players who just randomly showed up, so that's always fun. Yeah. So we're we're closing in on that elusive eight-person playgroup we're getting there. I think yeah, we're, we yeah. got like seven-ish now. We could probably get mm-hmm. to eight if we needed to. I,
1: I think we got eight because, like, there's still some other people who, um, who bought product from the store who's had interest in buying it like someone bought all their rival decks and those people still haven't shown up (laughs) Um, they scalped them
2: they've sold them on ebay for double the value (laughs) yeah
1: um so maybe those people will just show up one week and it's two more people and we're good to go yeah it would be good yeah um
0: then we just gotta get those tournament packs in and we can start getting some of these promos yes i can start getting
2: my victory promos baby
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> Shots fired. Sorry, I'm just gonna, I'm just trying to get those judge ones. You know, I'll, I'll let y'all. I'll let y'all knife fight for the the ones that say victory on them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very cool.
0: Well, uh, I guess we'll go ahead and get into the heart of the episode. Uh, as I said, this week we're talking about evil. A, uh, if we're being honest, a pretty underwhelming symbol so far. Um... Tell us what you really think, John. Uh, I think it's bad. <laughs> he thinks it's a
2: pathetic jump
0: of a symbol. I do think it's a pathetic jump of a symbol. If you were playing <laughs> Evil right now, just go ahead and pathetic jump. Just go ahead and yeah. put that up there. Um, <laughs> I I feel like in the past and in, in, uh UFS Evil's kind of identity and theme was kind of, for lack of a better phrase, fucking with your opponent, um, like messing with their control checks and doing that kind of stuff, yeah. or messing with their board. Is that is that kind of
1: it's Make a sense. control symbol, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's a... Like, Void, Death, Evil are, are like, your three go-to control symbols, mm-hmm. traditionally.
0: Um, I, I'm not really sure what it does well currently in My Hero, like, on its own. Um, obviously, it's on some good cards, because there's, like, Tokiami cards have evil on them, because he's, he has evil as a symbol, but you're never going to play Tokiami Evil right now.
2: Yeah, I think what Evil's best at right now is being a musician, because it is second fiddle to every fucking symbol on every <laughs> character. Oh, oh man,
0: hell yeah, it's I terrible did. to take you to, to to come up with that one just now. Like I'm, like, I'm a fucking whiz, bro. They Googled it. He's lying. He's a whiz. He Googled. <laughs> that's good. He's like
1: no, that's... sick burn
0: for second place. What a I... <laughs> <laughs> Very impressive, right? That's nice. That's nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, in thinking about this episode, I in this symbol. Which I didn't spend too much time for being honest because I don't like the symbol right now. I, I, I struggle to, to think of a character whose best symbol is evil right now. Um I, I don't know. And we'll we'll go through the characters real quick. Uh we've got from the from the base set, we've got Tokiami, Maneta, Nomu, and Shigaraki. Uh from the tournament packs, we've got uh Shoji and from the DLC we've got Asui, which is to be honest, kinda odd she has evil, but
2: <laughs> Yeah,
0: whatever. Um, I, out of those characters, like I, I like most of those characters. I think they're doing interesting things. Well, I don't really like Nomo, but uh,
1: <laughs>
0: like the others, like I like all those
1: characters. I think uh, they're good. John, you don't like the one character who's made a top eight. I'm right. just saying. I, hey, I'm just saying he's clearly say, the best
0: of <laughs> of the characters from the actual core set. Uh, well, I guess I guess Woods is in the Quirk pack. That's from the core set, but mm. yeah, he's he's one of he's one of two characters that made it. Um. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I just I, I look at these characters and I struggle to find one who I think, oh, man, I want to run this character off off of evil. Like you look at Manetta is like, he's just better off order and water. You know, you play him off water, you get the complete range package with like frigid heat wave ice storm and you're just locking your opponent down with breakers and stuff like that. I just I I struggle to, to find one. Do you guys have any thoughts on the characters and stuff?
2: Um, yeah. So go ahead, Ryan. I was just going to say, like, I I agree 100% that, like, evil is not going to be the best symbol on any of these characters. Because, I mean, evil just doesn't, it doesn't have a strength right now. It doesn't, like, do anything better than any of the symbols on any of the characters already do, you know? So, I mean, like, if you look at Tokyami, like, you know, you're not going to play evil when you have access to Chaos and Fire and you can play all of the card draw and stuff out of those two symbols. When you uh, don't get that out of evil, right? Um, same with like Shigaraki. I mean, he he might be okay on evil, but when you just play him off death instead. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like they they just I, I don't think it has a strength right now to make you choose to play that symbol. That is my view on evil currently.
1: Yeah, um, and I, I definitely agree that I think the symbol is not what it used to be. Like so. For those of you who aren't aware, um, in the history, the you know, 15 plus year history of this game, um, there was a period of time where evil won every tournament. Seven hand size evil was the meta, um, and uh, that is not the case in MHA. Um, clearly, from the results, seven hand size may not be the meta. Um, you know, got a couple in there, but um, evil is definitely not like. Um, and you guys aren't wrong. Like I, I, I would tend to agree with the assessment that on all of these characters, evil is their second to third best option. Like, um, you guys talk about Mineta and Tokiyami. I mean, No Mu Earth is just going to be a better symbol um, in, in all the way, shapes, or form. Shigaraki, um, Death or Fire gives them access to Bakugo's stuff, um, which gives them just better cards. Um, and that's, I think, the underlying issue also with evil here is that neither Bakugo or Midoriya have it, so therefore it has a smaller card pool, because it has a smaller card pool and it just doesn't have enough overlap and enough options to really find its identity. Like you're saying, like it, it kind of feels like the, uh, the symbol that got put on things last that you're just like, well, we, we need to have equal representation of all the symbols. So, uh, these four characters have evil now, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. You can make an argument for Shoji. uh, Once he's out, maybe he's the best evil character just because there are good cards that have evil on them. Mm-hmm. And he can recur those good cards. Um, so he has or something there.
0: Yeah, he has like kind of card draw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that his formless lets him pull back another card. Because if, if we're going to talk about like the weaknesses of evil, that is the biggest glaring weakness. Right. Is that has essentially. Almost no card draw. Um, I mean, it gets relentless brush and, and great brush.
2: Yeah. And it
1: has touch of decay.
0: But touch of decay is the only one that actually lets you draw a card. Right. The right. others are like recursion of some kind.
1: Right, but Touch the draws a card, or it bounces back to your or hand. Or bounces like, back. Like uh, I would rather have a card bounce right to my hand than draw a blind one,
2: mm-hmm.
1: personally, because I yeah. know what I'm. Mean.
2: But it's still just one card at the end of the day,
1: mm-hmm. right? It doesn't have large card draw, and and let's let's also um, like, I guess, instance, both of you like to draw lots of cards when you play the game, um, mm-hmm. like like mm-hmm. in general, and and card draw does win games. Like it's a strong mechanic. That's why you like it. I I'll fully concede both those points, but I just want to. I want that to be known as well. So like inherently, since you both enjoyed playing that aspect of the game and playing that way, and the symbol doesn't do a lot of it, you're not going to like this symbol as much just, just oh. for your own play style.
0: Yeah, no, I'm, I am open in my bias against this symbol.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I, um, I don't think it's probably as bad as I think you guys both think it is. Um, I don't think it's good. Don't, don't get it mixed up. Like, yeah. I think it's probably one of the worst three symbols. Um, and I, when I say probably, I mean, it, it's one of the worst three symbols, in the set. But you know, like we were brainstorming deck list early in the week, right? And you know, we were talking about like who who can even like make to suggest. And, you know, to Ryan's point, everything we came up with, we were like, this is just better off another symbol. Um, whether it was because it had card draw or whether it just had a better foundation base or a better attack lineup. Like there was always something better you gained from a different symbol on that same character. Right. Um, and, and that's a tough spot to be in. Like even if the evil cards are doing good things and they're on good cards, there's just no cohesiveness to John's point to start.
0: Yeah. Um, I am interested with evil going forward in set two. for going to do a little speculation. Um, I'm going to bet stain probably has evil. Um, awesome. And I, I think assuming he, he has evil, he's probably going to have a lot of bunch of fucking awesome cards. Uh, Cause I think they're going to, he's going to be like the staple, not the staple, but maybe like the standout character from that set, I would imagine.
1: Uh, he, he's the face of the set.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, it's it's the, the set's essentially named after him, right? It's uh, yeah, the, the Crimson
1: Rampage. Rampage.
0: Yeah, it's 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 going to be his set, right? So yeah. I, I'd imagine I expect evil to get a pretty big boost in uh, in set two. Um, So I mean, I, I'm excited for the thought of that. Now, obviously, if he doesn't have evil, maybe evil still sucks. I don't know. I,
1: I think you get probably two versions of Stain in that set, if I were to guess, yeah. because he's only going to uh, be on one set because spoilers if you haven't watched the show. <laughs> he doesn't really do much after that <laughs> season.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, also I think what they'll probably do in set two is give more of up to the symbols that weren't on starter deck characters. So mm-hmm. I think you'll probably see all those symbols get a little boost, which would be good.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I think you're also going to see, and this is what my hope for set two would be while we're talking about it, is that you see, uh, more counterplay cards, so cards that add tax to your opponent's abilities. Because, like right now, to your point, you guys like drawing cards because there's one card in the entire set that does anything about you drawing cards. Ironically, it it's you, on evil. It's on evil, right? It's a mineta <laughs> card, and it makes you tap a foundation, which isn't a real cost. You know, like mm-hmm. so. Like there's all this free card draw, and then you look at the discard, and the discard is all very conditional, as what it should be. But the uh, what discard cards? There's two cards: hardened chop. Hard and Chop, Sero himself, and yeah. Oh, sorry, um, oh, I meant the and then attacks. his attack. attacks, yeah. yeah. Um, that are that are discard situations, yeah. But you know, like it's all conditional stuff, right? Like it's none of it's just discard two cards like old mm-hmm. cards used to be, which is fine because those cards are broken. <laughs> but yeah. you know, there's not even a foundation that can be reused. You know, once per turn or as a mm-hmm. flip cost or anything. Good thing it's not a flip cost, because it probably have void, and then Kirishima would be buck wild. Um, but. uh <laughs> But yeah, I think I think those kind of cards need to make their own appearance in set two, hopefully, um, right? Because mm-hmm. then that, you know, it kind of, if you look at it like maybe they're, that's the first half, right? Like it's here's all the fun cards, you get to do all this cool stuff, all right? Now we're gonna add in all this counterplay stuff, and now you're gonna have to really figure out how to navigate these waters, you know? Like I think that's as opposed to just building more fun stuff, which I think both are fun. So I hate to describe one as fun and one not as not fun, but a lot of people don't like counterplay cards, you know? So.
0: Look, all I'm saying is, all my
1: homies hate blue decks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm a blue white player at heart. <laughs> but RDW is pretty fun too. So, <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, so that's kind of our that's our breakdown of, of evil characters and the the themes and stuff. Uh, we're gonna take a little break and we'll come back. And we'll talk about some attacks and foundations, and we'll we'll mention the actions.
2: <laughs> Let's do it.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Universe's Academy podcast, the Symbols of Peace series, talking about the evil symbol. We're going to get things started with, uh, go to a little more in-depth on the cards. We're going to talk about some actions first. We have two actions uh, that have the evil symbol on them. Uh, There are technically, I guess, four, because there's a couple of actions with the infinity symbol. But talking about summon dark shadow and evil gaze. Um... Obviously, some dark shadow. I don't really think there's a deck right now that would play it outside of Tokiyami, Uh, but maybe that'll change. I can't really. Do you do you have any suggestions for something else for a different character? Or
2: uh, I mean, I'm not off the top of my head, but I mean, like not right now in set one. There's probably not a character that's playing it, but like this kind of ability is something that you could easily see someone playing down the line if they just want to mm-hmm. string a bunch of attacks together in a turn um but yeah i mean i can't really think of anyone that would play it right now
1: um i mean like so any cards that combo off of action or ally uh this card gets looked at if they match symbols right Mm -hmm. so like it just it gives you a way um to say like let's say there is an attack later on that combos off of ally or combos off of action um and you're like lead your turn you're like play first attack enhance the summon dark shadow play second attack, it auto passes because you're netting plus one on your check ignoring progressive, even though you didn't play Dark Shadow Ruins or anything. It's just the math checks out that right, way, right? And it still gives all your cards plus one plus one while it's in your card pool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, committing your character
0: going to isn't that's, great. That, that's the bad part is it's it would have to almost be made with that with another character in mind, right? Maybe someone that has the uh, uh, playable all committed abilities or it's someone you're ready races. themselves or you ready yeah. themselves. That's true, too. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Which we've seen a lot of in set one. When I say yeah. a lot, there's like two characters that do it. But uh, you can go back in UBS recent history, even under Jasco, And I feel like there's maybe two characters ever that readied themselves. So
0: is his... Asui, clearly uh, Kamui Woods, Shigaraki does with the, his attack. attack if he blocks with it.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a
0: workaround, but yeah. Um, yeah. It's, not, it's not as consistent as the other two.
1: Right, yeah. And, and those two characters do it on command whenever they want, you know, like, yeah. um, so if they create a character that does that sort of interaction, I think summon dark shadow that matches symbols with some dark shadow. I think you can look at it just in general in a deck. Cause then you're, you're negating the pseudo cost, right? Mm-hmm. Or if they make other characters like Tokayami, um, who are only playable while committed, this card also gets looked at. So yeah, yeah that, if, that card's generically good. It's got a great block on it too.
2: Or if they make a character that just like wants to enhance commit or form commit at the start of their attack during your turn, then you're just like, okay, it still doesn't cost me anything. Let's go. Let's
1: yeah, go. I'm already committed. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, sure. um,
2: yeah. So that's something to think about moving forward. Uh, then we
0: got Evil Gaze, and we've talked about Evil Gaze uh, m- m- more so with our uh, Death Pod, but there is still a place for it in in the Evil symbol. It's still a it's still an okay card. I think it's probably the worst out of Evil. I I think you could
2: throw it in an an Evil Mineta deck and maybe get some pretty good value out of it. So. On last week's pod, I talked about how I didn't like this card. And then through the week, I subsequently went and built about four different decks with this card in it. And not only did I come to determine that I hate this card more more than I originally thought I hated it, um, I also would just not play it in any deck ever. I don't think there's any reason for me to put this card in a deck. I'm a stone-cold hater at this point.
1: You you heard it here first. If you want evil gazes, you want them real cheap, message Ryan. I got three of them. away. I got three (laughs) of them. Hit me up. Um. I don't. I don't have that kind of hatred for this card. I think this card is very narrowly good. Um, like there are there are situations. Like honestly, I would have a hard time to convince myself to play this and leave it in a deck outside of maybe like a two X um, in any character that's not Shigaraki. Like Shigaraki, I'm slamming four in, and I'm not going to hesitate. Um, but even then, um, like to John's point a minute ago, kind of talking about the symbols on it, I think Death and Evil. Are the only ones where this might earn a spot because of a fire there's just better actions normally or other actions you'd rather be playing um death and evil there aren't too many actions in general so if you just really want to run some um the best use of this card is on defense to target destroy one of their foundations so you enhance with this you lose a little life whatever you slow their attack down you block Um, And then you target destroy one of their foundations and this clears like that's the best play with it. Um, The plus one block and breakers. okay. maybe you live the 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 dream scenario of you had two in hand and you use one to enhance and then you block with the other one. Uh, But I can tell you, having done that before, that's not the dream scenario. You'd rather just block with a different card and then evil gaze again and block with another card like so. Um, I don't disagree Ryan that um, it's tough to run in a lot of decks and and to your point earlier like you know the evil Mineta right John Um, the problem with running this in evil Mineta is what you guys spoke about earlier is that he doesn't have card draw so when you draw into this it's a card that requires you to have other cards for it to do something Mm -hmm. so when you're only seeing six cards it's hard to run cards like that because sometimes you're just going to get a hand that's like foundations uh, an action or two, and then one attack, and you're like, "Well, this hand doesn't do anything, you know, because I can't build and play defense. I can't push in. Like, I might be able to poke, depending on the matchup. Poking's probably wrong, the wrong idea, or maybe it's not your poke attack. And you're like, "Well, do I want to waste this attack or hold on to it and hope that I get better ones?" So, like, it just puts you in a lot of bad situations. Um, So that's why I was saying maybe like a two X and anyone that's not Shigaraki. I think Shigaraki yeah. gets enough usage out of this card.
2: I think this card shines anytime there's a deck that has like one piece. It- Needs to thrive, and you can just blow it up. Yeah, um, blow it up to a unique foundation. Yeah, I mean, there's other cards that do it that are probably better. Like, uh, the Kaminari card just, like, blows up to tap something. Like, it lets you just solve that problem for the turn. Because yeah. most of the time, yeah. you don't need to solve a problem, like, permanently. You just need to solve it for a turn to, like, kill them or not die, you know? Um, sure. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, it's a good surprise, though. It's from the hand, so they don't always see it coming.
1: Yeah, from the hand, speed manipulation strong um just ask eraser um and then the uh
2: wait it, like, doesn't he and, just uh, have a static ability that gives all attacks minus two speed and all your attacks plus two speed? <laughs> it, it does for, for actual no cost yeah it's a yeah, static crazy.
1: ability yeah yeah static it's just get plus two yours just get minus two and i don't know what the problem guy is guys <laughs> like, you don't even yeah.
0: have to discard or pick up a different card you can just discard and pick
2: up the same card over and three- over
1: <laughs> and you're acting like one starts in your discard pile so it automatically is always online i don't know what you're getting at here john
2: yeah, I don't. I don't know why we would think that.
1: Mm-mm, that's weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I mean, evil gaze to the destruction point that Ryan's making. Even if you're running Shigaraki off of death, which is the thing that gets you the most destruction, because Bakugo has a couple of things. Um, and evil gaze. Like I built that deck early on. I was like, oh, dude, this deck seems like it could be really good if you're just able to block enough. Yeah, you just can't block enough, you know, like, and even when you do, you're like, cool, I destroyed two things. And then like, whatever, I build two more. It didn't matter. Like, um, Jesco does a good job of keeping, again, old school destruction decks kind of in check. There's been a few exceptions for those of you who played in recent history. Mm-hmm. You know what Jetta did to people. Mm-hmm. It wasn't pretty. Um, but, you know, like, for the most part, they, they've done a good job of making sure that like the destruction or resource denial decks... Um, that can be kind of an NPE, just like discard, are normally okay, but they're very seldomly strong enough to compete with whatever the best aggro or tempo um, deck is, kind of thing. Or yeah. tap down control even is normally a little bit more viable. So,
2: yeah. Um, um, do we want to talk about Go Beyond Plus Ultra in the uh, in the conversation of Evil, like how they fare in those, or are we just kind of rolling through those? No, I mean, we, we, can,
0: we can mention it. I don't know that... So Go Beyond, I don't know that it has a best deck yet. Uh, I think we've kind of talked about it some...
2: I think it has uh, a our... best deck.
0: Oh, you do? Okay. Ooh, that is. At hot take.
2: It's what we talked about last night, Matt. Um, I think once the DLC's out... I mean, are we counting if the DLC's out? Can I talk about that best deck? Uh, sure. Go for it. We already know so, what the DLC
0: is. It's it's on the way. That's fine.
2: So Shigaraki, right? With float combo in this... Like okay. you literally, as soon as you like get one float combo and it deals damage to them, which it does, it goes to your momentum, and then you can just pay the cost on this to discard a momentum and pull float combo back and just play it every turn you draw a float combo or go beyond. And burn Absolutely. them for six every single time you throw it. So I mm-hmm. think that's probably be where it shines early on. This so probably gonna are be a
1: bad four attack deck? Is that what you're going with here? Four attack deck?
2: <laughs> I don't know if you need to go that far, but I mean you maybe could.
1: I mean, why not, right? Like I mean maybe, Yeah, I mean like I'm just saying. Go all I in mean, on the plan, man. That's only that's eight non five checks. <laughs>
2: like, yeah, but then you have to like uh you have to throw until someone oh. hits you with uh
0: villains defeated and removes all four of your attacks.
2: That's true.
0: RMB
1: No we're going have answers to that. Don't you worry, John. We'll find answers to that <laughs> we're, too.
2: We're running <laughs> we're running evil gaze to beat that.
1: Evil gaze, yes oh,
2: okay. <laughs> And apathetic Bow. to flip it.
0: But yeah, that's you that's can't what though, would that would, or, uh, I guess you could just run. To- Sorry, I was thinking in the context of evil, float combo doesn't have evil, does it? <laughs>
1: no, that's off, no, off death. death, <laughs>
0: death.
1: Yeah. yeah, just oh. to clarify, guys, we're not excited about an evil deck. Sorry to <laughs> give yeah. you false hope Meryl. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. evil lovers. Uh,
2: yeah. Um, outside of that, like in the evil symbol though, I don't know if there's a best deck yeah. for it off of evil. All but right, as I, far as
0: attacks, um, as far as evil attacks, kind of the standouts, what I think are the best. Uh I think for me this list kind of um begins and ends in the context of Tokiyami because Dark Shadow Ruin is bonkers. <laughs> um I-, I think obviously if you're playing with Tokiyami, it'll always trigger pretty much unless you're playing against like Ida and they just uh fulfilled my duty and yeah. next that. Um but, out- but outside of that, because I think that's kind of a special case as far as like best attacks and things like that, what are some of uh, the standout oh. evil
2: attacks for you guys? Or did you oh. have something you want to say, right? Well, I was just going to say, add on to Dark Shadow Ruin, like, it's not only playable in Tokiomi, right? Like, It's playable no, in it's Evil not. off of any character that can play Classmate Introductions. You play like Classmate Introductions, <laughs> yeah. 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 Classmate Introductions just puts it online, and then it's like, what, 5 speed for 9 with stun 1 for 5 difficulty mm-hmm. off of mm-hmm. one card? I mean, that's good in anybody. You'll play that in literally good. any deck. Um, did, did you, you know then, that your...
1: card has Breaker 1? Because I learned that yesterday.
2: I did know that, <laughs> but I would never block with this card. I'd rather die than block with this card.
1: <laughs> that seems like a mistake but okay <laughs> you heard it. how am i gonna kill Get them into, into his head it's told a misplay, to block that card, i'd rather make not. that misplay <laughs>
2: <laughs> die or block with this card i'll just die because i'm not killing you without it anyways <laughs> next fun. game on it in my hand let's go um <laughs> uh, but yeah other standout cards outside of that inside of evil um i mean relentless barrage is obviously like your next thing you go to um, the only problem with Relentless Barrage in Evil is you have to run like all Nomu punches if you're playing on Evil because there's not a single other punch in the symbol mm-hmm. um, so is that good enough to play in Evil? That's a question that you'll have to answer because I'm not sure but the card, guess...
0: if you have two in hand, you can just combo it off of itself
1: um, I, th- I think it's fine to play Like you're going to run Merciless Rush, Like the card's just generically good um, yeah like an evil and an evil list, you're gonna include that card. Um yeah. it's sometimes a four diff, even as a five diff, it's fine. Um, you make
2: an argument for Berserker Blow as well.
1: You can. It's a harder sell, like maybe you like two exit in a list kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But at that point, you're running six, you're running ten punches at that point. Um you're you're gonna be able to pull off a relentless barrage at least once in the game. You don't yeah. want to pull it off early anyway, so you're fine if it doesn't happen till late. Um, yeah, that's fair I, I think it's totally playable and because it solves the problem that you guys think or feel Evil has, which is a fair one, which is it doesn't draw cards. But here's where it recurs cards, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, uh, no love for Gale
0: Force Punch.
2: <laughs> Gale I, I like Force Gale Force Punch. Punch more than I liked it when I was opening all my packs. I've played against it a few times, and it's not horrible. No? I mean, it's printed just, six speed. Like, just having printed six speed goes a long way. Yeah.
0: Got um, six six cents printed right on it, man. Card is the uh, goddamn devil.
1: I would say... My favorite, or my argument for for best evil attack is Touch of Decay. Touch of Decay? Uh, Yeah, the card just does it all. Um, it If they don't block it, you draw a card. It's got stun one. It's a four diff. It's a mid attack. That's the only thing I I think is a fair criticism of this attack. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's almost, I feel like it's probably a, 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 a mid attack by design, right? Because of its combo enhance. You tap a foundation, and then if they completely block it, you add it to your hand after it resolves. So then you just do it again. And you just keep doing this until they realize, oh, I, I need to take this damage. <clears throat> like that's how that's how you play against Relentless Barrage as well. Right. If it's Bakugo, at least is you're just like, okay, like why would you block those against Bakugo? So then he can just pull them back and keep looping them. You just take the damage. Maybe you reduce it. Maybe you, um, you know, just regain some if you have Super Regen or something. But like you don't. You don't block those. If you block those, you're just emptying your hand, so he can kill you with other things. Yeah. So, um, um, but yeah, I like Touch of Decay a lot. I think that cards really good, and it has a super sweet XR. So. It does.
0: Um, I guess I would. I'd have to go with Tongue Whip. Just in the context of I like I like Manetta a lot, and I think that card Manetta needed that card more so than the the DLC Asui, just because it was so hard to get his free enhance online, the free damage enhance, and this just mm-hmm. lets you do it right off the bat, and gives you, yeah, and gives you extra damage on its own card. And more and importantly,
2: it lets you do it without having to expend sticky balls, because you want to keep that up yes. on defense most of the time.
0: That's, yeah, I was going to say that too, because sticky balls, that, that minus four speed is so clutch. Yeah. Um, and it's also a low attack with a low block. That's useful too. And it's only four diff. I was to say
1: The four diff is, is what sells it for me, because like you're right, you can't open with this card, but you can also close out a chain with this card. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, if you aren't playing um, you know, Sue version two, who wants to add cards to then clear them to get buffs to her attacks. And you're playing someone like Manetta, who just wants to clog their card pool up and make them make blocking hard and also um, gain benefit for their card pool being clogged. Um, you throw this at the end, say if you throw it as your third attack and they've got three additional cards in there. Okay, this is a four low doing seven, you know?
0: Plus two for yeah. Manetta,
1: And then plus two for Manetta, So it's doing nine on a, on a six diff. Okay. I mean, like... Yeah. Uh, and then he adds, an, and then this one adds another one. So maybe it's doing 10. Like, um, and like then this it's card essentially
0: got plus four speed from the plus four cards in their card pool. Exactly. Yeah. Like, this card
1: just kills people, um, when thrown at the end of a chain. Um, now you have to set that up. Like, you're not going to casually do that. But, you know, if you're running that with like, you know, things like amphibious, uh, ambush mm. and, you know, uh, uh, and eat, eat my, my sticky, sticky balls, balls or whatever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you can just, you can. You can clog their card pool with that that attack lineup pretty easily. Uh, mm-hmm. It's I mean that's some steep checks, right? That's a four, a six, and a six. Um, mm-hmm. So you're probably tapping some things. But if they're dead, it doesn't matter, you
0: know, Yeah, like, it's and more importantly, it's also not super hard to set that lineup, right? Like because it's only yeah. three cards you got to have.
1: Yeah, well, and you can you can slowly craft that hand also. Um, so that way, I mean, like if you're running grapebrush in that list also. Grape Rush, again, that's two check, but Grape Rush helps you solve that problem because it pulls back your Eat My Sticky Balls if they block it. It Which, does. Also, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, Grape Rush and Mineta, I know we've all talked about it, but like um, to the point about actions earlier, I said plus ultra is a good card. You should just get them. Uh, the best way I can think to kill people with Mineta currently without these other cards that we were just talking about, like um, the, the tongue attack, I don't remember the name of it, um, but is to plus ultra right. a, a Grape Rush attack because it's, here's a four mid doing 16 for one momentum. Mm-hmm. If you block it, I'm gonna pull back, maybe up to 16 damage, four attacks, and get another 16 damage. Like, all right, catch.
2: Yep. Um. Yeah. So i attack- I was gonna say I'm looking at the uh, the evil attacks here. Uh, Tongue whip is like also a crucial piece of uh the whip, all the all low attack evil lineup. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: You got. You got, Was it corrosive lunge? Yeah, Curse of Lunge, uh, Berserker Blow. Berserker Blow, Pop-Off
2: Step. Yeah, and Pop-Off Step, Combos mm-hmm. off Fury, which all these other techs are. So you could do some things with, like, low attacks, like, off-zone people to death, just like in Tekken. Okay, Eddie Gordo, them Switch
0: bitches. Leg.
2: <laughs> sorry. Um, sorry, guys, I just real quick,
0: I got a text from, from Colleen. Miles just sat up by himself for the first time, so this is breaking oh, news wow. on the pod. That's Congratulations. awesome,
1: man. Yeah. Yes. Oh, man. So, He's gonna start crawling here soon, and you'll be out of luck. You get ready to with everything. Was... I'm telling you, <laughs> John.
2: I was. Just, I want you to remember that you missed this talking about the evil symbol. I, I know. Oh, it's <laughs> it, true to true to its own name. This is very evil of it to do
0: to
1: me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, just you, t- you guys talking about cursive lunge or corrosion lunge. Um, yeah. So I wanted to like this card a lot. Like this card harkens back to to me. I think of you know, like Chasm Buster, right? Um, and This card is not Chasm Buster. It isn't even in Chasm Buster's family. Uh, It just is like someone dressed up in a really cheap costume that looks like Chasm Buster. Is it because it's a three speed attack? It's three speed. It doesn't actually buff itself. It makes your next one work. Um, Yeah. Maybe. And it's a five diff. Um, And like it, it doesn't have stun two on it. So like there's. Like I said, I saw this card and I was like, whoa, that's kind of buster esque That's going to be pretty good. It doesn't have anything to make Cat and Buster so good. Um, I, was, I was foolish to, to hope that this card was better than it is. I think the you best were, thing about this card is that it's a low attack.
2: You were um, blinded, much like Shigaraki on that card, with that giant hand on his face.
1: I know. Right, he's got, he's got
2: the one eye sticking out there.
1: <laughs> I, I don't know why this has a plus three low block on it. Like, why can this not be a plus two? Like, this card's Eh.
2: Uh, you know, I just think they should put a plus zero on it. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so
0: they, they they made it a plus three so that it could uh, block
1: decaying grip, right? Right. True. Dude, so that card's actually sneaky good. Um, Ryan, was it you and I that was playing early in the week? And you were yeah. like, decaying grip to me? And I was like, oh, yeah, because we was playing Eraser. And I, I, I was like, you, well, I, I can't block that with a race. I <laughs> you told you I had the sauce for you. I told yeah, had that. that hot
2: tech.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean... I, it essentially becomes
2: a six-speed card,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah, you make them make, like, even against, like, uh, Kirishima, right? Like, he's one. He's picking up all these plus one blocks. You at least make him pick up a block that's difficult, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, make him commit some resources to it. Um, yeah. I, I think, yeah, like like I said earlier in the week, I think this card is very sneaky good. It's, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, yes, it has a Shigaraki response on it that not every character can use, but you don't need to. I mean, no, if it gets through for four damage...
1: Yeah. Unlike Corrosion Lunge, it has a plus two mid block, which is super playable in lots of situations. It mm-hmm. can't block cane Grip though, so it's trash. It can't block itself, right? <laughs> it's trash. Yeah, played yourself.
2: <laughs> um, well, are there any other attacks you guys want to talk about in Evil? Uh, we briefly uh, talked about Merciless Rush, but I mean, I guess like to spotlight it a little bit. Um, a four half for five with a plus one low block that can be four difficulties. Very good. Mm-hmm. And if it's completely blocked, uh, your rival destroys the foundation. The card is very okay. solid. EX2. Yeah. EX2, so you can just push through damage on it if you need to. It's not the most hard hitting uh, attack in the set, but it's uh it it plays on a low difficulty most mm-hmm. of the time for a lot of characters, and uh it's got good stats.
0: Yeah, it's got fury and punch, so it can it's got a it's got a combo setup piece for a lot of different uh, characters, you know, for either the Sugar Rocky stuff or I think even Minetta has like a combo fury card. I'm off step, I believe. Uh, so it's got you know it's a, it's just a really really solid card I like that card a lot
1: Yeah, can't and be, um, it, it cannot be dust. used to block ice storm turn to dust has stun 2 on it and ex 2 which mm-hmm. are both just good and it's also with a plus 1 high block like I think the card is playable I don't personally love the card but that's because I don't like what it's text box says Um, because I just don't like things for my opponent gets to make whatever decision is best for them um, but that being said the stats on this card, unlike Corrosion Lunge, are very good. This is actually Chasm Buster's <laughs> sibling. They're they are at least in the same family.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, I, I know we always talk about, like, deadlock stuff. Um, of note, if you're playing against Tokiami, never go into deadlock. Because you will get straight burned out of the game by Dark Shadow Talon. It makes them lose one health for each ally card in your card pool. Yeah. Um, and that quickly turns into, like, oh, easy... Lot five six damage just out of nowhere so if you're playing against Tokyami, you just probably don't hit deadlock even though you're not going to see anything on the table that deadlocks you most of the time that will deadlock you right to death
0: yeah uh and you've also got berserker below or not below berserker below <laughs> excuse me i can't talk the berserker below uh, the berserker <laughs> below uh yes the, the demon that lives in the basement
2: uh <laughs> it's, where the d- the <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's where they keep the nomu that's where they keep the nomu
0: you get the you get the deadlock enhanced there, destroy two rival foundations, which is which is nice. You get it's you get to pick which two. The only problem is if you're using that, you're probably also knocking them out of deadlock in doing so, which kind of sucks. So
2: you subscribe
1: to unless you subscribe to the notion of <clears throat> don't build just like eleven, build like twenty. Yeah, in which case you're like, oh, it man, my, doesn't matter. My berserker yeah. b- blows are about to snipe all of your good things. You're gonna be left with all these crappy face downs. So you keep doing that, guys.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're making the decision to hit that block, like you're either going to skirt you you out, out of the matters, it, it matters, or you're just going to mm-hmm. lean into it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, any other
0: thoughts on attacks before we jump over to foundations?
1: I think we I think we did a good job going over those and uh, taught about how they're good in other decks. Good job, us. Great good job, us.
0: A. Good job by us. Next time I see <laughs> uh, you guys, I'll pat you on the back. Yep. It's, I'm, I'm doing it on camera right now. I'm patting <laughs> you on the back. High fives! Come on, come on, guys. <laughs> uh. Ugh. I think I just hit Ryan right in the face. I didn't actually get my high five. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> uh, so next up, we got some some foundations, and uh, I got to be honest, I really enjoy the foundation lineup for Evil. There's a lot of really good stuff in here. Um, I going over it like I I can't decide if I like Sticky Balls more as my best Evil Foundation or if it's Super Regeneration. Um.
2: So bots, when we when we talk about. <laughs> I was going to say, it's, it's we'll, an open discussion. Yeah. when we talk about evil, like being primed to shine in the future, like looking at his mm-hmm. foundation base shows you that because there are like all the foundations. I mean, not all of them, but there's a lot of really good foundations. But to answer your question, Super Regeneration is the best one. And it's not okay. close.
0: Yeah, I, it, I was it's
1: not close. close. OK, okay. I, I'd say it's a little close in that way. The, the thing that that holds sticky balls back from taking the spot is that it's unique, right? Mm-hmm. So You only it's have unique. one of those in play. Um, mm-hmm. It's very strong. and It does let you like block something almost automatic right but that's just one something super regen just gains you and it increases your total health which you're not supposed to be able to do so
2: i mean you're you're always going to be able to gain three health you're not always going to be able to reduce speed because there's a lot of range attacks in the format there's a lot of range decks in the format
1: it is conditional that's true
2: um and it's
0: it, it is good in a lot of characters but it's the best in uh, Mineta, right? Getting that card under card pool if you want to, if you're going in on a kill turn and then get the extra damage. Uh, uh, so I do, I feel like it's got some pretty good spam foundations. Like I, I like Desperate Times. I think Desperate Times is good. It does, it, there is, it does punish your opponent for trying to draw a bunch of cards in their turn. Uh, I was playing it. Uh, no, I, sorry. I wasn't playing it in um, Kaminar. I was playing it in Cero. And it was, it was really good. I think it was maybe Ryan or Matt. I can't remember.
1: You did it to um, me. Maybe tattoo. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. And that was nice. It felt good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I wish it had a better block.
1: Um, yeah. It, it, so evil has some strong spam foundations like zero and one diffs.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and I'd say that, that might be the strength of its uh, foundation base right now. Um,
2: yeah. Stronger yeah. in darkness is awesome.
1: Desperate times is, is good. Um, like I said, stronger darkness. Clever distraction is good.
2: Yeah. Um, I like clever shock- distraction.
1: is good. Um, keen observation is it's, fine stat wise. Not yeah. so great because you're never going to use the effect in a lot of decks, so I'm not going to include it in the count. But it's not a bad card. the The worst one is probably villainous entrance, and we've talked about that in the past. Mm-hmm. Like it's just never as good as you want it to be. But yeah. you know what it has that evil needs: low blocks. Yeah, yeah. So Sometimes you got to put this this thing in there for now Um, to get some more low blocks on foundations, guys.
0: Yeah, I I like I like apathetic a lot. It's in it's not quite destruction, but it is in the vein of turning off one of your opponent's best pieces. Right. Right? That's important. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like your opponent gets coordinated effort out and you're like, nope, get that out Mm -hmm. of here uh not great nope, I'm going to do, do the now yeah. Do the <laughs> yeah i mean at that point i guess they just play another one or if they're playing against you know, kirishima like whatever just pick it up
2: yeah <laughs> that's true but that... i mean if you're making them do that then they're not picking an attack up you know yeah but i mean there's other thing like your
0: opponent has like a special to sound out and you're like oh shit i definitely got to get an attack out we'll flip that and my next stack, you can't use it to get something minus 3 speed or sticky balls or something you know it's yeah I like the card a lot. It's really good. Yeah. Really strong
2: Apathetic strong. I mean it's a four check mm-hmm. and it has a plus three block, so it's it's got a lot going against it in the stat department, but the effect is super strong and I would play it like all the time.
0: Yep. Um I it's... I do think it's interesting that, that evil has uh brute strength and nervous habit, that both lose one health for plus one speed or plus one damage.
1: Well uh... if they
2: ever make a desperation character, boy, let's go. <laughs> We're getting there.
1: Better have evil or death. <laughs> oh, it'll have evil on it. Desperation is like an evil, uh, like, staple. Okay. Um, they
2: reprint Yori as an MHA character just for Matt. Uh, mm.
1: They reprinted him as Scorpion. <laughs> it was very close.
2: Nice. Uh,
0: I do like, I like Shock Absorption a lot, too. I, I know it's a destroy as opposed to an
2: enhance, which is kind of rough, but it's also playable while committed. It's something you don't feel bad about spending resources on if you're going on offense, because you know it can still help you on defense. Which yep. says a lot. It's
1: got a decent block. Plus two. Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: It's always useful.
1: Um, cool Student is a really good card, too. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it doesn't necessarily fit Evil's current, uh, I think, base, because you don't get a whole bunch of momentum in Evil very yeah. easily. Mm-hmm. But uh, being able to guarantee a five check for your next card is, is huge. Um, or just blindly giving plus two to each check is huge. And it has a great block. Like, the card's just good. Yeah,
2: and and if you do get momentum, it helps you string together those high difficulty attacks that Evil mm-hmm. has that you still want to play.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, um, I mean Evil's got a throw. I don't know that you're going to play it in every Evil deck, but it is there, so you do have some guaranteed momentum yeah. uh, off of the Minetta throw. Um, but yeah, like you said, even if you do get a couple of momentum, you can just kind of chuck them because I don't think Evil had a powerful
2: attack. Right? It's got a few EX attacks, but I don't think there are any powerful attacks. I think you're right. Um, it does also get the uh, Asui. Is it the Plus Ultra attack that combos to add a ranged attack from your card pool to your momentum? Yeah, so yes. you get some you more. Fabulous ambush. Yeah. yeah, so you get some more momentum gain that way as well. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty good. Um, pretty good. I, pretty good. I
0: so I kind of when in in the Typhoon first came out, we were kind of on the fence about it. But I know you guys are not as high on it. I think.
1: I am um, not a
2: it. I think Matt Ryan does like I do.
1: It. <clears throat> I th- I think in the typhoon is playable at like a one or two x in um a handful of decks. I think in Fire Eda, this card is very good um at a, at a one or two x probably. Um because yeah, it costs two cards, but either you know, draws a ton of cards anyway. And you just steal the first enhancement. and you're like, well, this text, it's basically another fulfilled my duty, right? Like this text just can be auto blocked. So do whatever you want to it, but it's not dealing damage.
0: I mean, it, it's a card that says I don't lose the game, right? Yeah. Uh, as, long so as, something as long as it's long so, Yeah, something it doesn't get committed or sealed or something, because it can be sealed by irrefutable forces of nature. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that kind of sucks. But th- there's something to be said for a defense, even if it's obvious, like even if your opponent knows they have to get around it, they still have to get around it, right?
1: Right. And it still rocks a, a plus one mid block, which is really good, and a five check.
0: So, yeah, the three diff kind of hurts,
1: I think. Um, yeah, like I said, one or two X. You definitely never run a set of these yeah. in, in any deck. Like even in Eda, I wouldn't, I wouldn't encourage people to run a set. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and we, the other, uh, the DLC card, or is it a DLC for First Villain Encounter? Is that her DLC, yes, DLC. foundation? That's, that's uh, Sue's foundation. Yeah. Uh, for we're talking about deadlock enhances another really strong one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and uh, the 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 first part, they commit, it's not bad. You know, give your attack plus one plus one, and, and essentially negate the difficulty of your your attack that you're playing currently. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that you want to run four of this in a deck, but it's still pretty good. It's plus two high block.
1: I I'd slam four in just for the cur- want- like if you're running uh, a ranged lineup just mm-hmm. just slam four in, um, because it interacts with your stuff, and <laughs> excuse me, Bless you. Um, and <clears throat> like, yeah, it commits to do it, which kind of stinks, but you're there's not many other options that are thematically um, interacting with ranged, so mm-hmm. it's probably fun at a 4 like, I plan on putting these in my um, Asui water deck once they come out.
0: Okay, Yeah, that makes sense, I can see that. Um, uh-huh. Ryan, did you have any other thoughts about the foundations you wanted to get in here?
2: Uh, I like, um, I guess the last one that we haven't really talked about is a creepy realization, um, damage reduction or boosting that can go below zero. I like. Mm-hmm. Um, it is conditional on the number of cards in their card pool, but I mean, if you get into a turn where uh, they're just throwing a bunch of attacks at you, I mean, this can be like a minus three, minus four for each copy that's out, and that's nothing to a uh, Nothing to sniff at, you know.
1: Is this card is this card actually like the hard counter to Tokiyami?
0: Um, I think he lets you survive. Like if Tokiyami is trying to set up like the kill turn where he's got two or three summon dark shadows, I think it can help you survive.
1: Yeah, well, I mean think about like if, yeah. if he's getting to like those last couple of attacks, right? He's already played a summon dark shadows and all, like this gives you minus what, four or five damage on an attack for a commit. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I'll be honest, I don't like this card very much, but I was trying to think of like best case scenario of where this card goes. And I'm like, that's probably the only deck that puts together such long chains that it's really going to gain a lot of value. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like tapping this for minus two or minus three doesn't feel great. Right. Um, no,
0: the I the guess two fours also, but hurts it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The four check, it hurts it. Um, and this is also probably really good against like the Momo deck that wants to, uh, you know, staff strike you into the ground and, and put together a really long card pool chain. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, to Ryan's point, I mean, I think this card's probably better than I'm giving it credit for, personally, but those are probably, like, the ideal situations where that card really shines, right? Like, you're like, tap, minus six damage. You got another one? Tap, right. minus <laughs> seven damage. Cool, want to keep doing this? Like
2: <laughs> Yeah, because it's like, it's a card that after you've played your defense from your hand, you know, you just sit back with this and get whatever yeah. minus damage you can and it adds up. Just try to survive. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um... So, do you guys have any uh, closing thoughts on the evil symbol other than what we've already said?
2: H- no, have, we, just...
0: have we changed your minds? After anyone changed their <laughs> mind after we've talked about the cards out loud?
2: No, I would probably just reiterate that this symbol will probably be much stronger uh, as soon as it gets a few more characters. It already has a really strong. It already has a really strong foundation base. Um, it's probably one of the stronger foundation bases in the game right now. I would think I mean, it's not the best, but it's up there. Um, it is it just doesn't have any cohesiveness on the offensive side. Like, I just don't know how you kill people in mm-hmm. evil. Um but yeah, I think the symbol, I wouldn't be surprised to see the symbol be like top 3 by the time set 2 DLC drops. Okay. Ooh. Nice.
1: That's That'd a big cool. jump.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, um I don't know if I'd say I think it's going to be top 3. Um I do think what the symbol's missing is kind of like um a a face of the symbol, right? Like a character who just really embodies what evil wants to do because right now we don't know what evil really wants to do um and hopefully set two does flesh that out um yeah. i think the dlc with uh sue having it on her kind of gives you a little bit more of an idea like right now the cog po- hard pool clearing stuff with Minetta is probably the best evil deck but that's not saying a lot um because that deck's probably also still just better off of water like we were talking about earlier um but that's probably the best evil deck um and hopefully set two kind of flushes that out um in the past uh evils also dabbled with the weapon uh attack lineup a little bit mm-hmm. um like all and evil would would have those on them pretty consistently um so maybe you get some out of there maybe the momo two dot has evil on her randomly or something i don't know like we'll, we'll see um but yeah i mean it, it breaks my heart because i love the symbol you know traditionally and I haven't even entertained the idea of building another evil deck after I built that first Shigaraki evil deck. And I was like, Nope, not going to do this again. So yeah, it's what it is, man. I mean, it's got, got nothing but potential.
0: Huh? Well, we have reached the end of the podcast and that means it's time for Ryan to uh, random up what the next symbol is going to be We're we're halfway through now. This was our sixth episode, I believe. Is that right?
2: That's correct. So we got so six to choose from. here. Six. Oof. Getting all right, it down John. to single D6. It's getting easier and easier say, for you to guess. So you tell me. What I'm going to say
0: it's so. going to be, the number's going to be two. Okay. It's gonna be two. All right. Which me... would
1: be all. Okay, let me, We're let checking. me ran... I'm going to, I'm going to go with four. It's going to be four. Four.
0: Okay. okay. I said four last week and it was four.
1: Yeah.
2: So, you know. John
1: is the goddamn devil. He's the
2: goddamn it's... devil. It's two. Two. He's done it again talking about he is, all he's done it again so we talk about all next week oh let me share this see i random number to two all right um so all okay some interesting things going on in all it is I, I think
0: it's i don't think it's as bad as evil i do think it is on the lower end of symbols currently or maybe maybe underrated i do think there is a, a good all deck to be made i'm still waiting on someone maybe randomly to, to pop it out there and we'll see what it is but i do think it is on the lower end of strength of symbols right now.
1: I think it's yeah. in a very similar spot as Evil in that way. It's probably not the best symbol on any character that it's on. Mm-hmm. But um, that doesn't mean it's in the same way as Evil as far as just struggling for identity. Like I think ha- All has a little bit more of a defined identity, even yeah. already.
0: Um, so pr- predictions. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Stained also has All on him, just because it's a weapon symbol. He uses a weapon. Um, so I'm going to make that guess. Uh, for, for set two. Uh, so I'm going to guess he has all an evil because uh, I think he, he does fuck with what your opponent wants to do because that's obviously he shuts people down in the show. He messes mm-hmm. with them. He stops what they want to do and he uses, a big, he uses a bunch of weapons. Um, what do you guys think? If if those were his two two symbols, what do you think a third symbol would be? Death? Or is that two on the nose? I don't think those are going to be his
2: first two symbols, so I'm going to... You, uh, you don't think so? Okay, I'm, what's I'm, it going to be? Chaos? I think he's going to have like evil order and like Water or something, but okay, that's me. Why, order? um,
1: I, I, I could see him. I think he definitely has evil on him. Like, I think that's the only maybe auto include symbol, um, because he's like one of the more recognizable villains, and all the villains so far have had evil on them, so seems see likely. Uh, he's, he's not a hero, um, <laughs> he used to <laughs> he's a be a hero, he's not an anti hero, um, and I'm just saying he's someone who's going around murdering people. Um, so he's a murderer, kind just, of villainous.
2: But just because I'm, he's a bad guy doesn't mean he's a bad guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm
1: gonna, um, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, you're
2: fine.
0: Go ahead. I was gonna say I'm gonna say all evil in order because he does have a code that he lives by, right? Mm-hmm. He, like it's it's a fucked up code.
1: He does have a code,
0: <laughs> but he I follows can. a code, and he is very strict in that code.
1: Yeah. So I'll so, say those
0: are just three symbols. Uh, or, um, order is, is more a, a character thematic, maybe not in the game, but in the show, more thematic that way. But all yeah. all in evil. I think he uses weapons and evil. He wants to mess with people, so mess with yeah. what your opponent does. So
1: I'll say I, that. I could see order or chaos, just depending on how you want to look at it, right? Because yeah. he's creating chaos by disrupting the balance of things in their society. But mm-hmm. he, to him, he's trying to bring order to things because he's trying to eliminate fake heroes, basically people who are just in it for the money. Um. So. Depending on which, and maybe they make two versions of him, like I said. I was going to say, maybe that's it, what it,
0: they, they switch order and chaos. Or
1: something. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think something like that is entirely plausible. Um, but, you know, I mean, it also depends on uh, what kind of abilities they want him to have. Um, I do think they seem to be putting a priority when they're designing characters on the symbols matching the personalities. Like, I think uh, Todoroki is a good example of that. Um, even if the symbols themselves don't really mesh really well for what uh, you kind of want them to do with other characters they still are, are sticking true to like hey this character should have this symbol because it makes sense for that personality and if that maintains then i think um like i said we could get those two different versions of Stain that you can see it on either way because you know like he goes from like until he meets medoria he doesn't he hasn't found a single hero outside of all might that he would consider a true hero right like that's kind of the whole point so um yeah i don't know if could go either way um i Personally, don't love Stain. I think he's fine. Like I don't dislike Stain, but I don't love him. He's he's the Boba Fett of uh, MHA. Like people love him unconditionally. They're like, he's so awesome, but he didn't really ever do anything in the show except for, you know, get his ass beat. Um and so
0: they they've retroactively made Boba Fett much cooler.
1: Yeah, well they do the same thing with Stain. So like he's yeah. in Vigilantes and you find out a little bit of his backstory and um spoilers, he didn't die in that alleyway. Um so he actually has shown back up in the manga as well at this point. So, yeah, I don't oh think
0: really, really Spoilers. thought he died. though, right, yeah. do it. I I'd, I'd be like, I didn't think he died. I don't think people really thought he died.
1: I definitely yeah. thought he died. Like when his oh. eyes like roll back in his head and he just falls over dead, I was like, oh, that dude's dead. But they actually do say in it that he didn't die right there. They're like, yeah, his heart just gave out, but we resuscitated him or something. Like there's a throwaway line as the cops are taking him away.
0: Okay, so
1: got to bring this murderer back to life. Yeah, yeah, we gotta we gotta interrogate and see what he knows. So. Um, but yeah, so that being said I, I get why people like him Like He is cool, his quirks mm-hmm. cool And he, he has uh, That sequence is probably One of the best character um, I guess like development Sequences for those three characters um, mm-hmm. And it's a cool fight So I, uh, I'm excited to see all that stuff Like honestly I'm more excited to see the new uh, Todoroki and the new Midoriya Than I am seeing Stain, but that's just me
0: yep.
1: uh, like, I need so- Midoriya to be good guys I need
0: it all right, so, so Ryan, real quick before we go, I know Matt and I gave our predictions for what Stain will be. What are your predictions for what his symbols are going to be? I already told you. I told you. Oh, did you? I, I, said, okay. evil,
2: I oh. said evil order water. Evil order, okay. That, okay. Although order. I'll probably change water to death. I'll probably say death, evil order. Okay, death, evil order. Okay, all right, so we're on the record.
0: So either one, some of us will be right or we'll all be completely wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's going to be good life and all. Who knew it? <laughs>
0: Well, if he had all, then I'd be, I'd be one third right. <laughs> yeah. Got it. All him. right. Uh, well, uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week on, on the Symbols of Peace podcast. Uh, come back next week where we'll be talking about everything all related. And uh, yeah, we'll get ready for that. Until then, thanks for listening, guys. And I hope you guys have a great week.